<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Hi guys, I'm Jake. And I'm Bam. And this is Coping and Cuento Season 2, The Seven Deadly Sins. For Season 2, we'll be exploring the dark side of coping and looking at the seven deadly sins in this time of quarantine. You know, those things that you do that we regret later on, like clicking the checkout button a little too much or having that bag of chips when you know you shouldn't, or that extra drink, or replying impulsively with so much moral uh, vigor in your Viber groups. <laughs> well, marami talagang, marami talagang uh, kasalanan ngayong pandemia, Jake. Though. But today, we'd like to bring in a good friend to talk about prayer, faith, and maybe even the flip side of that sometimes, no? So let's talk to our very, very good friend, Samo! Hello, gentlemen! Hi! Thanks for Hello. having me on the show and congratulations on season two. It's like season 1.5. <laughs> it's like season 1.5, really. So, Sam... Parang, parang ECQ lang, di ba? Pareho lang. <laughs> Pareho lang. So, One, two, three, four. Same, <laughs> same, same. So, same. Sam, Seven Deadly Sins... Hindi ka sa lust, by the way. Hindi ka sa lust. Hindi ka rin, ah. hindi ka rin sa anger. Hindi ka rin sa gluttony. Ano pa ba yun, Jake? I, could have, I think I could have been a good candidate for, for gluttony. gluttony though. Oh, yes. Oh. I, I know. I, I've been seeing a lot of these uh, Korean dishes, right? I've That's been seeing right. that. So we got you for pride. What was the selection process like? I mean, is it just like someone who popped into your mind when you thought of the sin? Like, uh, what was this? Sino bang available was the, <laughs> was the selection process. Okay, and, then I'm uh, not okay with this. Then we, then we force fit na lang the seven deadly sins. Or, <laughs> we don't talk about the... Well, we don't talk about the dark side. We just talk about the reverse. So, however it goes. Yeah, sure. so we don't have to talk about pride just yet. We just want to know how you are. Kumusta ka? Yeah. How are you coping during this extended, extended, extended pandemic? I am doing uh, rather well, I think. You know, as good as one can be doing during a time like this. And yeah. as you mentioned earlier, it's the whole lockdown situation kind of has been like a blur for me too. I am in a position where I don't really feel the different levels of the lockdown, which I realize is a fortunate position to be mm -hmm. in. You know, I don't work a nine to five. I don't do things that get affected by these things. And then of course, I've been trying to keep busy with doing my own podcast and my faith, I think, has been the thing that has really carried me through this whole time. Just things like that. And I'm so I'm, I'm very glad that I still managed to be grateful and mm. joyful um, during a really tough time. What about you guys? How are you? Uh, ito. <laughs> ito. <laughs> um, I think the answer na as good as can be is like it's a moving target. Diba? Mm. Kasi noon, parang as good as can be, uh, yung business ko okay pa. You know, parang, you know, I get to see some of my friends once in a while and then it gets like pababa ng pababa until as good as can be means um, the people around me are safe and, you know, healthy. I mean, it, it gets, you know, it's like my kids, no? So, last year, yung mga anak ko, oh, oh dad, uh, I hope after the pandemic, we can go to Disneyland. Oh, kasi, mm -hmm. you know, they're getting to watch a lot of Disney stuff now. Oh, great. And then after a few months, um, baka after the pandemic, we can go to the beach. Ah, okay, pababa ng pababa. Okay, siya, beach, beach. Ngayon, Sam, can we go to the mall na lang? Can we go to the mall? Eh kahit yun, di na, di na magawa, di ba? So, as good as can be is a moving target, I guess. But, you know, everyone copes in their own way. Baka you could tell us, how is your faith helping you cope with the stress? Because yeah. there, was, there was a time, kami ni Jake, we're talking about not being able to sleep, having like, really dark thoughts, doom and gloom thoughts yeah. about what's happening to, to the country and, you know, to, to the people that we love because How is your faith keeping you strong? I think, first of all, my faith journey started before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I remember clearly, you know, 2016 was the year I turned 36 and, you know, my life was popping in the sense that, you know, I had a good career. I was having a good time. You know, generally, like I wasn't really troubled by anything. And then 36 hit and I suddenly felt like, oh, I think I want to do the family thing. I want to do the kids thing. I need to kind of chop chop here. 
you know? Um, So I decided to date in earnest, which is like code for I've started auditioning husbands and everything just started falling apart. Oh, And so my romantic life was just in shambles that year to the point where I was like, okay, I think I need divine intervention. I'm not sure what's going on which is what made me turn to God. And I started praying and stuff like that. And so that was kind of how my journey started. And so by the time we got to the pandemic, I felt like I was in a place already where, oh, okay, I think God is in my life. He is working. There is a plan here. He's a good God and he's a good father. He's not going to drive us to doom and gloom and that is going to be the end of it. And so I felt like I had the time to develop that trust in him and to depend on him, to let go of the things that I was putting my hopes on, which I now realize if that was all I had, I was surely going to be disappointed at the end of it. Does does that make sense? So, yeah, yeah, I think that's kind of where I am. It's so interesting you use the word journey because that's how the three of us started talking. We were looking at this, how do you call it? It's a framework that talks about the journey of people. And it's at a certain point, a religious journey. And it starts with something that goes wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, Suddenly it's you uh, that, wait, uh, the way I used to do things will no longer work. Or suddenly it just breaks apart. So, and that's how me and Bam started talking. His public story is he lost the Senate race. My not so public story is the company I built for 20 years. I had to put on hold and close down before the pandemic. So all of us before the pandemic, something happened and we kind of got forced to, I I guess, yeah, to, to find faith or to find hope or to find where the universe was leading us. So before the pandemic, yeah, same, same journey. Um, There was some form of settling down, less noise. Mm -hmm. So when the pandemic hit, I'm okay. I've gone through things being taken away. So I kind of know what this is. Right. Right. And I wish Erwin was here because um, I hear he's the most religious one. (laughs) Uh, He's the guy who lives like a monk, but uh, is struggling with his faith journey or he probably Uh won't like that. Maybe, you know, he has already, uh, he feels he's already on a certain path, no? Uh, so, alam mo, kailangan natin love. ng part two. Gawin natin uh-huh. parang Sam O and Erwin. Pagisan ng talino <laughs> at pananampalataya. Oh, parang ganyan. Next time, <laughs> next time. For season three. Pahabahan ng buhok. Pahabahan, Pahabahan ng buhok. Really? Okay, yeah. Because I haven't seen Erwin in ages. I can't, I can't imagine this look on him. But yeah, apparently, yeah, that's the look he's sporting now. So, wow. okay, Saba, I'll go back to what you said lang. So, mm-hmm. itong si Ernest, talagang ano siya, no? Talagang he wasn't a good guy for you, no? Si Ernest, no? Ano, hanapin na <laughs> natin like, si Ernest. I was like, who's Ernest? <laughs> <laughs> kasi you were dating in Ernest. In Ernest. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, si, well, so, basically... You were something. Parang, hey, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> so, basically, dating bad guys led hmm. you to God. Parang, if you were to oversimplify it, Sam O... Did you try those dating apps or mga setup setup? How did you go about it? I have tried the dating apps, but you know what? When I look back on that now, kasi, because I think early on, like in that year, I was like, what is wrong with these men? <laughs> Sige, we want to know. Jake and I want to know. Sige, go. What was the worst? Please don't have to say their names. In behalf of all men, can we apologize first? No, no. I want to know first kung ano okay. yung ginawa. Gusto ko muna, bago tayo mag-apologize, Jake, masyado tayo nag-apologize sa mga asawa natin. Yeah. Gusto ko muna malaman, ano ba yung nangyari? Kaya... Instinct, instinct, di ba? <laughs> instinct, sorry. Uh, your Honor, I'm sorry agad. Before. Oo. For, for once, Jake, let's just be strong. Ano ba yung ginawa nila, Sam? Nasabi mo, Lord, ano ba to? Di ba? Basically, that's what happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, through that year, I met like three guys. One, obviously, because, you know, it didn't work out one after the other. The first one was the ghosting type, which is like the worst. Yeah, it's okay. the worst. Okay. The yeah. second turned out to have a girlfriend. And, That's yeah. worse. That's worse. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, it's a toss up. That's how bad okay. it was. Okay. okay. Of the worst. Okay. And then the third one was someone who was like, super into me very early on, which may have been already a red flag, you know, which I should have, you know, kind of uh, been cautious about already. But by that time I was just 
I was so on guard and mm-hmm. because of the, you know, the, the failed relationships prior mm-hmm. to that. And then I feel like maybe if I were more open to it, it could have turned out a little different, but then I was so, my guards were up so much. And I think that put him off. And by the time I was warming up to it, he was done. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what's going on here, but here's the thing. Like when I look back on that year, because yeah, early on, I was like, what is going on with these guys? And you hear mm-hmm. that a lot, right? From women, all the good men are taken, you know, Alana. but then now it's like, I had no standard, you know, I had no standard. No standard. Yeah. I, I was just, you know, the relationship thing was a big part that was kind of revolutionized. I think for me, as I was coming to the faith, you know, Christian teaching on how to go about relationships, courting, mm-hmm. uh, what marriage is really supposed to be, you know, sex, things like that. Not necessarily religious teaching, but just things that are yeah. true yeah. And, and logical. Yeah. And so that was kind of a perspective shift that I had. And I really reflect more on myself now than yeah. the men. So is it time? Can we now apologize for uh, on behalf of uh, <laughs> Jake? Please, please do the apology for us. In behalf of all men worldwide, of all generations, of all time. Of all time! From Adam to now. From Adam to now. In perpetuity. Forever. We're sorry. We're sorry. So, okay. So, let's go to Pride, uh, Sam. No, Mm -hmm. Thanks for sharing, by the way. Thanks for sharing that. Um, Oh, sure. So, sometimes people... Do you feel that people get pushy with their faith sometimes? Or how do you how do you balance that? Because you get a lot of that now, especially on Viber. We had a whole episode talking about the things we see on Viber, diba. Yeah. Does it get like um, is it pushy or how what do you think about that? Some people I get think- like I wish Erwin were here, because Erwin would be the one to say na stop telling me what to think, what to do, what to ganyan, diba? Yeah. yeah. I think definitely some people can get pushy. Kasi ako pa lang eh, I, before I decided on my own to explore this and come to it yeah. and maybe try practicing it in my life, nothing anyone could tell me could have brought me here. I had to make that decision for myself. Yeah. And yeah. so knowing that, I wouldn't, you know, shove this down someone's throat. And it's not going to work. That approach is not going to work. I think journey is a good word, as um, Jake pointed out earlier. I just want to like walk with people, talk to them, share my experiences, and you know, hopefully something will come out of that. But I mean, yeah, my experience firsthand was like that approach is not going to work. Oh, I admit that I've gone the pride route. I remember having a philosophical discussion with Paulo Abrera in the middle of Boracay in 1995 as we were shooting an episode for Game Plan. We were fighting wow, at so night. Random. We were fighting at night if people were good or bad. I was a philo oh. major and I had to fight. I wanted to fight him. No, you have to believe me. So, anyway, okay, Jake, so, what, what side were you on? Were you yeah. on the... People good are good. good. People are good. Ending a mic. I couldn't, I was so hard-headed. Also, I was really young. I couldn't listen to an opinion different from my my own. Or that that was one side. I was hard-headed. The other side was, but I've gotten so many things from this fundamental principle that people are good and kind and that they are just on a journey. That I wanted to share it with you, but I was so forceful that it sounded like mm. I was I was pushing. Yeah, I was pushing. I think that's part of it sometimes where uh, at least my experience that people find it so significant in their lives that they want to share it. But yeah. because they're too, I don't know, enthusiastic about it, it sounds like it's pushing. Uh, yeah. I don't know, maybe because we have very few models. No, we have very few models of how to communicate Deep down things, deep down mm. things. But we I, give I advice, get that. We give shoulds, right? Yeah, yeah, I get doesn't that. Doesn't work, yeah. We admit it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Have you shifted your position since, or is that your your thinking? Uh, my my thinking is people are on a journey. Mm. Word for the day is there. journey. Yeah, yeah, you can start there, but you don't end there. Like when I was thinking about this podcast, this song kept on playing in my head. It's a song I learned in grade school, and the line was, "They will know." We are Christians by our love. And I go, why is this playing in my head? So I thought about it. And I go, oh, and I, I, I read that somewhere. It was a Christian apologetic who goes, how can we attract more people to the God we believe in if the lives we live are not attractive? Oh, 
Uh, oh, and a, Jesuit, and a Jesuit said that, you know, how do we get more Jesuits when we don't seem like we are happy as Jesuits, right? Yeah. One of my favorite quotes, I think this is St. Francis, who said, evangelize always and when necessary, use words. Yes. So, yeah, it's you, you know, you have to show that in, you know, the way you live your life. Like, that is yeah. the most convincing way Good to bus. do it. Hey, you. Sorry to interrupt your podcast listening pleasure. Wonderful choice of podcast, by the way. My name is Sam O, and I have a podcast too. It's called The Narrow Door. It's an ecumenical podcast, which means we talk about everything Christian. I mean, I got a panel on everything, so go give it a listen after this one, okay? All right, thanks. See you there. So Sam, si Jake, baka di mo lang alam, was a former Jesuit. So he was really close to becoming Father Jake. Oh, um, wow. Yes. Okay. So did that did your position on that change Jake when you left the order? Iba iba si brother Jake kay uh, uh, Jake right now that we know and love? Uh whoa, thank you. No. In fact, I think it has uh journey-wise parang the chapters tied together because I'm old so much older. I'm, I'd like to say I'm kinder, so I'm a little more understanding. Mm. Yung nga, I would like to listen more and speak less. Um, mm. And or maybe ask more questions about, oh, kamusta ka? What's important to you? What's challenging? And just listen versus, you know. Telling people what to feel and what to... Yeah. 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 You, can't, you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. tell people what to feel and what to do. I agree. Sam, how do you handle the... Because in on your podcast, The Narrow Door, oy, I'm blogging for you. Blogging. Shameless. Nag-guest ako doon. Your, <laughs> your co-hosts actually come from different sects or faiths, di ba? Yes, yes. And hindi laging nag-agree, right? Mm-hmm. They don't always agree on, on things, even fundamental things. Yep. And they're all very passionate about their faith, right? Mm-hmm. You're all very passionate about your faith on your podcast. How do you manage... For other people who are so passionate and very opinionated about their faith and still end up having a nice friendship and nice uh, respectful uh, camaraderie. First, I send them all a box of Korean goodies to appease everyone. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think this is a credit to me. I think this is really just I've managed to find the people who yeah. are willing to speak clearly about where they're coming from and still at the end of the day want to be friends. Like last night, we record Friday nights. And so just last night, we had a pretty heated conversation about Adam and is he really the first man that was ever created ever, ever in the history of ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you look in the Bible, that's kind of conflicting. And this is why people outside of the faith think we're you know, believing things. Yeah. That don't make sense. Like it's not logical. So we had that argument and, you know, things can get a bit intense, but even after that, you know, we were just talking about like how everyone is doing, how maybe one friend of ours has no constant stream of income. How can we help this person? And I'm just melting, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think what I'm learning too on the podcast is yes, we can have different beliefs, more similarities because we're still all Christians, but we do have differences and it just warms my heart that we can have a conversation, sometimes difficult, but we can live out our Christian values and still love one another at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we have more things in common than things that we don't, yes. diba? And yes. that's where you should start, not where you should end. Parang, yeah. kasi mag-aaway kayo, tapos in the end, oh, pero pareho naman yung ganto. Maybe that you should begin with that, diba? Where mm. where we actually have that commonality and and work it out from there. Have yeah. you, ano, have you, during that faith journey of yours, Sam, from 2016 onwards, did somebody mentor you or did you, was, was somebody pivotal in your journey that, that really helped you a lot? <laughs> So when I was starting to get really curious about all these, you know, Christian principles and teachings like that, mm-hmm. I went to YouTube University. Oh my <laughs> I God. did it. The best place, <laughs> yeah. huh? Puro totoo dyan. Puro totoo dyan. <laughs> You're right. No, you have, to be very... <laughs> you have to be very careful about yeah. <laughs> who you choose to listen to because, oh my goodness, what? It's a sea of information out there. Luckily, I landed on people like Bishop Barron, um, mm. you know, channels like Ascension Presents. I mean, you know, these are, I think, pretty legit Catholic channels. And then I think, gosh, I don't have a person that comes to mind. But right now, I'm kind of 
like discovering scripture because mm-hmm. that wasn't something that I was really looking into. It was always just a book that was just sleep inducing, unfortunately. Yeah. And I couldn't really understand, although I knew that it was important, but I didn't know how to go about understanding it. Mm-hmm. So that's what, that's something that we talk about a lot on the show. Um, and, you know, God is the word. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it's crucial that we all know and understand scripture. So does that answer your question? I don't think it does. It, it does. Sorry. But it, what's really cool is that parang you took us all on your faith journey. Oh. Parang through your shows, your podcasts, uh, as you're discovering, you took us all with you, which is great, diba? Kasi you didn't come, you didn't come to the narrow door and all of this. Na parang oh, super formed na ako. Yeah. Ano na? Talagang uh, ano na? I am ultra, ultra na. Hindi eh. Parang I feel ultra. that you went on this journey and you said, "Hey, everybody, come on yeah. board, diba? Which is great. Yeah. We get to be part of your journey too, right? I, I, that was actually not my position at all. I'm still very much learning. And actually, one of the things that I said when I was invited to the podcast was like, can you please make it clear to them that I am not some religious authority? You know, I, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that goes to the former Jesuit. It goes to the former Jesuit on this podcast. <laughs> you cannot enlighten us and forgive our sins or heal my busted knee or, you know. But it's so true, diba? Parang the more and, and a philosopher said it, parang the more I know, the more I know that I don't know. So right. it's, it's such a shaky diba? how do I how do I teach? How do I share when there, you know, I'm I know how much I don't know, diba? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Jake, kwento mo naman yung ano, how how you decided um of course I know the story, but maybe our listeners would like to know also how you also decided to leave the the order and Oh yeah. Why did you go in? Wow. Why did you go out? <laughs> yes, I want to hear this. And nagkukuwento, oh nagkukuwento da rin tayo, di ba? Faith oh. journey. Why did I go in? It was wow, haba ng haba ng kwento. Uh, how old were you when you felt aha. the call? 18 years old. Oh, wow. So I, I say this publicly. I've, I've talked about it. I've written about it. It was a Sunday afternoon. The sun was going down. And you know how it is now on a Sunday afternoon. You start to get anxiety attacks because Monday na, the next day, did I do my homework? Is there something due that I did not do that I don't have time to do anymore? So I was anxious and I go, something about the anxiety made me say, parang a higher self, a higher voice said, wait, why am I going through this anxiety? Is it worth it? What are we building? What are we building to? What are we building to? What are we doing these things for? So I found myself talking to myself. So the conversation was like, so Jake, what do you really want to do with your life? As in really want to do. I go, I want to, I think I want to make a difference in people's lives. That's that, that moves me. I like that. So Jake, how are you going to do that? Uh, politics? No. Alam ko politics, the scale, the influence, that will that will make people's lives better. But I'm not that. Eh. I, I just know I'm not that. Um, so how else, Jake? Oh, I want to talk to the insides of people. I want to talk to the areas uh, of their values or things of their heart. Because it's good people who make good decisions. And if we're able to help more people become good and find the goodness in them, then the world will change. Diba? Inside out, not outside in change. So Jake, who does that kind of work? Ah, teachers, teachers, yeah. Teachers do that. Who else? Priests. And they go, but God's not going to ask me to be a priest. And then suddenly everything just changed. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you, pan- you, you felt yeah. like, yeah. oh, wow. No, God, you're not going to ask me, right? Then, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Parang someone was waiting. What Something was waiting. <laughs> I'm here. And then, yeah. Things changed. Journey. And then I discovered the Jesuits. They're the James Bond of the religious world. Who else can go anywhere, do anything? The only order that automatically, once you're ordained, has the power to exercise demons. Because yeah, when you're sent out, we don't know if you're coming back. So you have to be everything. You have to be doctor, priest, teacher, uh, scientist, wow. sometimes political figure. You have to be the community leader because we don't know if you're coming back. Right? The Jesuits were known as the Pope's Marines. So that was kind of cool right? to join mm-hmm. 
parang super friends, parang Avengers to join a group of idealistic, like-minded individuals who live their lives with purpose. Wow, that's so mind-blowing. How long did you discern this? How, How long? Yeah. So from high school to college, by third year college, so that's about four or five years, by third year college, there are steps. Eh? There are steps. Uh, if you're interested, join a seminar. If you're interested, talk to someone regularly, a spiritual director. If you're more interested, you apply to the pre-novitiate. So it's a testing period. You live in a community, do chores, uh, more intense prayer, more intense direction. And you have to apply because sometimes you're not qualified. So do you know that the Jesuits, St. Ignatius wrote the rule in the constitutions, relative intelligence, so they don't have to be brilliant or relative, write okay. books. Relative <laughs> intelligence. So depending on the context and the historical period. It, is there like an IQ test or something? I mean, it's like it's such yes. a loose term. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, now there is, right? IQ, yeah. personality, everything. You're tested. You're well, tested. May attractiveness wow. test ba dyan? Or para na yes. Na. And that's the second. You're kidding. Oh. I'm oh, not kidding. What? Said it. You, you cannot be, a, a potential Jesuit cannot be distinguished in bad looks. When <gasps> it's no longer apostolic, like you go in front, I'm here to preach the word and people go, <laughs> <gasps> wait, wait, oh my God, this is so <laughs> fascinating. This is so fascinating. How is this, like what's the scale? Who judges this? Exactly. Who knows? It's a who knows, right? Who knows throughout time, right? He just wrote it. And he goes, okay. okay, this will get passed down whoever takes charge next. Remember, hijo, remember, hijo, when you choose the next Jesuits, huh? make sure they're not so ugly that people get turned off. <laughs> or baka naman, ano, baka hygiene yan, Jake. Hindi naman siguro ugliness. Baka hygiene yung parang di ka naliligo, di ka nagtututrush. Presentable ka. Oh, presentable ka. Could be, could be. Could be. Hey, who knows? Could, yeah, could be anything, right? Felicity personality. Yeah, the key with St. Ignatius wasn't the ano eh, wasn't the cause, was the effect. Because you can be right. average, whatever, whether you know, hygiene or facial expression or you know, resting bad face. <laughs> resting bad face. I don't know. Um, Jake, my, wow. Can I ask a question? Personal question. My girlfriend can time nag discern ka. Mm. Uh, yes and no. So early parts, no. And then yes, I had a girlfriend. I'm still discerning. Then I had another girlfriend. Yeah. So yeah, dramatic. Uh, since we're all we've all worked in TV, yes, the telenovela dramatic answer, yes. Yes, I had a girlfriend when I decided to enter the society of Jesus. How did how did you break it to her? She knew. It, uh, and it was a tough one. No? Tough yun, eh. Parang you had one last summer together. Parang oh then, man. Telenovela siya. Telenovela siya. I love another and he's stuff. God. Ganun ba yun? I love another. <laughs> he happens to be God. Mm-hmm. Parang, wow. diba? Oh my gosh. How do you, how do you have a karibal? Diba? How do you beat God? Oh, wala kang laban. Oh. Wow. Or even wow. just the moral, how do you call it? Diba? The moral conflict of that. Mm. I had a friend na ganun, ha? na babae. And yeah, same, but, sim- but uh, swap positions. Yeah. And then eventually, he got out and they got married. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, really, like one of my best friends. Parang um. Anyway, I won't say lang the names, yeah. but and his name would her, be um. Yeah, her. her boyfriend um went into the order. Of course, that was a big thing. And a few years later, when he left, they got married, mm-hmm. and oh they're happily gosh. married. Yeah. I have a tita. I have a tita whose boyfriend oh went into the seminary. Like you know, they were together, and then he discerned. Like I think I should discern the religious life. Went inside yeah. the seminary. I think she did like a novena or something like that. And now they're married hmm. with three children. And yeah. So Jake, yeah. just to finish a story, getting out naman. Oonga. Was it also on a sunset or what? Was it a process or a moment? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very difficult. Because I had prepared na my, all my young life to become a Jesuit. And then suddenly, wait, maybe it's not this. And it, it was a tough ano, it was a tough year, always feeling conflicted. Am I in? Am I out? Am I in? Am I out? And if you talk to anyone who, who's left, and I've, been, I've talked to several, it's really a moment of great grace. To leave. So, yeah. To yeah, the moment I decided was was only possible, and I say this, it's only po- it was only possible through grace because I'm so conflicted. Eh? Spiritual direction, retreats, parang I couldn't track whatever the nut was. 
And then there's this one retreat I go, this is it. This is it. Okay, God, but between you and me, this is just between you and me, 50-50. If you tell me to stay, I will stay. If you tell me to go, I will go. Basta usapan natin, walang iwanan. Basta you and me, whatever happens, it's you and me. And so I went on a retreat and I got, I got to 50-50 and the answer didn't come. I didn't know what I really wanted. I didn't know what my heart really wanted. And I go, okay, God, I don't know. I, I give up. I, I don't know what the answer is. I, and I don't know how I will go on after this. And then the, the world, the, the lighting went down. I was alone in my room. The lighting went down. The sky opened up. And uh, I saw the face of God. And he told me, you know, Jake, I've loved you ever since you were born. I loved you in your past. I will love you in the future. That doesn't change. I will always love you. Wherever you go, I will go with you. And then, ah. and I asked when I, when I asked, so young, so, so, so basically, I felt it. Wherever you go, wherever your heart takes you is where I'm going with you. That is um, beautiful. Yeah. Somebody said it, the heart's desires are God's whispers to us. But mm. yeah. reverse. This is about you and it's like a parent, no, it's about our kids more than it is about me. Wherever you want to go, I'll go with you. And I've talked to people who've left and that's their experience. They, yeah, the, the, the moment they decide to leave is filled with grace. Nah, everything's going to be okay. First of all, I think it's so brave when people actually discern this. Mm. Because I think maybe when, you know, you're in a religious, when you're religious, this is something that crosses your mind. Like, huh, I wonder if God is calling me to like a religious yeah. life. And yeah. most people don't really want to because like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a hard life from what yeah, yeah. I see, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. But so to actually like go and discern this and go through that process and kind of exploring that, I find really brave. And so I, yeah, thank you for, for yeah. that story. I think it's amazing. Hi there, I'm Coach Laika Maravilla. Whether you're looking for a new opportunity, a new position, or a promotion, I'm here to help you land your dream job. Let me walk you through what you need to do before, during, and after your next job interview in the Get Hired podcast. Listen, learn, and get hired now. My dad almost became a priest too. No, my dad. No way. Yeah, but nung time nila, you entered the monastery. Ano siya eh? San Beda. So you entered the monastery at like 12 or 13 yeah, years 13, old. Yeah. Sobrang yeah. bata. Sobrang bata. Yeah. So he went through it. He was a seminarian. He did this, is it pre-vows, Jake? I don't know, my pre-vows or some. Yeah. Like a novitiate, yeah. Like a novitiate. Nasa ano siya? When he would go to school, they would be in a, in a hasok. Yeah, as in ganun ka-hardcore sila. Yeah. And then, um, at some point, he was talking to his spiritual director and he said, there's one vow that I'm having a hard time with. So, syempre, kabiglat, chastity yan, no? Chastity yan, right? right? <laughs> and sabi niya, no, it wasn't chastity and it wasn't poverty. It was obedience. Yeah. Oh. Sabi niya, alam mo, si chastity, kakayanin mo yan. Si yeah. poverty, kakayanin mo yan. Yung obedience, mahirap talaga. And my dad yeah. kasi is a free thinker. Alam mo he's a very faithful guy, but he's a free thinker. He likes to question things. He likes to explore. You know, what if ganto? You know, he he still believes believes in UFOs until now. Alam mo parang he's a free thinker. And hindi niya ma-reconcile that um, he felt limited. No, he felt limited in in what he could think about or what he could explore. Yeah. No, with yeah. his heart and with his mind. And eventually, yung spiritual director niya said, you go out na muna and you choose and you can choose not to come back. Yeah, and he yeah. chose not to come back. And at the time, he was living in the seminary na at like 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Goodness. So he shows up at home and says, "I'm back. I'm back." <laughs> yeah. So major intense, major intense talaga. But you know what? He said the similar thing, Jake. No, na walang samaan ng loob. They were happy that he made a decision that was good for him. Parisa, were they mad at you that you left because you spent years with them? So no. The spiritual director was actually quite happy that he was on this path because that's the path yeah. that they yeah. have, diba? Really mm-hmm. interesting. Sam, ako na magtatanong yes. sa'yo. May oh, thoughts man. ka ba of joining the religious order? 
You know, I mean, it's something that has been asked of me before because, you know, when my friends noticed that I was suddenly, because I was agnostic prior to coming mm-hmm. into Catholicism. And so they knew obviously my lifestyle and, you know, what I was into and all that stuff. And then when they started seeing how I was changing, they were like, are you going to be a nun or something? Like what's going on with you? <laughs> and it's, it's definitely something that crossed my mind, which is why I tell Jake, it's so brave of you to, I don't think it's something that changed. It crossed my mind in the sense that I wanted to do this, but it was a thought na parang, oh my gosh, is God like asking me to do that? Yeah. <laughs> and that was my response, right? Like, oh, uh, I don't think this is what I want, God. So, I mean, I don't know if I gave it like a full discerning process like Jake did, which is why I say that is so brave. I really admire that. I don't think that is the calling for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it is. Yeah. I get that. People say if you go through the Jesuit educational system, especially if mm. you're a boy, sooner or later you get thoughts of wait. Should I become a priest too? <laughs> mm. I never, dude. I never. Never yeah. ever. Never crossed my mind. Ever. Never really crossed my mind. Parang yeah. I know I had friends who sort of nagpuin of bishop sila and lumabas. Yeah. None of my immediate classmates or barkada pushed through to becoming priests. But we had we had batchmates in college. No mga seminarians talaga sila. May mga nagstay. May mga yeah. umalis. No. But ako, yeah. I, I, it wasn't. Never even crossed my mind. So, I mean, for you, for the two of you that, you know, you really went through that process, I guess it's really a, a type of calling, diba? Na, you know, whether you push through with it or not, it was really an option, diba? Right. Yeah. I feel like what, like what Jake said earlier, na parang the desires of your heart are whispers are God's from God. Whispers. That's, right? that's like something that's so deep, Jake. Parang ano yan. Buong araw ko iisipin yung linya <laughs> But I think that's true. Yeah, I, I don't think God places desires in our hearts that yeah. do not align with Him. Although, I mean, I think there is a discerning process to that too. Obviously, not everything that we desire are good things. Or even things that appear good, you kind of have to discern. Like, maybe you get a promotion, which I guess universally is considered a good thing. Mm-hmm. But if it's now... You know, if yeah. your promotion is going to take you away from maybe a Bible class that you're doing or whatever, then, oh, kind of have to discern that. Because I think in the Christian faith, like, there's an enemy that is working to mm. disturb these things, right? So yeah. in that sense, not everything is good. But I think in the whole, I've because I've heard stories from this priest that was on my podcast too. He obviously went through the discerning thing. And what I took away from that was the church actually is very actively going to throw all the things that could be a reason for you not to be here because they want to make sure that you're 100% that you want to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're so, not going to they're not going to keep yeah. encouraging you like oh magpare ka na lang. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. more like are you sure you might want to discern this and that yeah. and so so that at the end of it like you're solid on that. What did they yeah. throw at you, Jake? <laughs> well, I was about to say, at least with the Jesuits, um, no, not not just now. So there's this group called the Ineos Center formed uh, formed by a Jesuit, uh, see, the Yoda of the Jesuits, see, Father Benny Calputura, oh. the late Father Benny Calputura. And basically what they do is, uh, no, they test the humanity and if it is able to accept the grace of whatever religious life is poverty chastity obedience because some people psychologically cannot mm. cannot cannot live poor chaste and obedient so don't force it because grace works on human nature if you're not built for this god doesn't want you to be there either right even if it's like the ultimate good right that's why ignatius about what is good but what is better what does god want versus if you have two goods, which is the better one? So, so we look at you know, psychological capacity. Example, intelligence, some basic intelligence. Can you go through four years of intense theology? So that's philosophy, theology. So that's six years. That's basically a doctorate actually in theology. Can your brain handle it? Because if you don't have that, you can't be ordained. But there are other ways, right? Come a priest, become a brother, become a gunner. Other way, so so yeah, so and then with the Jesuits, uh, see Ignatius designed so Ignatius's time, but he designed experiments, they're called experiments or trials. So, mission trial you go to Mindanao and work as a missionary, hospital trial. So, my mission trial was Zambongita, no electricity, no bridges, no toothbrush, no makeup, no Ligo, hospital trial, and <laughs> 
Tala Leprosarium. I was sent to Tala Leprosarium. I would clean the wounds of ano, uh, oh leprosy patients. Uh, You'd be exposed to, to, to leprosy, Jakes? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So, sabi ko, if I survive leprosy, I can survive COVID, right? <laughs> I didn't know that. As in, you were in the leprosarium? Yeah, yeah. Every day. Oh. How do you, you never got your, it? How do you keep yourself from um, not getting leprosy? Infected. Yeah. So, if you're really close, mask. And then the patients naman are also aware that they'll be careful. And what you watch out nga for our droplets. So we never talk to them face-to-face. It's always kind of to the side oh. and in distance and, and masks. So you've had ito experience that and you've, you've had that already. You've had a dry run. Frontliner. You're a frontliner in that leprosarium, basically. Yeah, for uh, no, for eight weeks. That's oh, that's a while. Yeah, that's a while, yeah. And, and then there's an urban trial. You live uh, urban poor with an urban poor family. I was in, uh, where was I? Smoky Mountain, Smoky Mountain. And then factory trial, you work as a factory labor. And then in the last two trials, they don't know who you are. You're kind of undercover. So oh. there are funny stories. Funny stories. Yes. Like there was a Jesuit, he, he was in Tondo. His family sold trapo in, mm. in Ross Boulevard. So he would go out with them in his chinelas and shorts and tell trapo. Once now a Mercedes stopped where he was, the window went down and said, Kit Bautista, anong ginagawa mo dito? Alam mo nang nanay mo na nandito ka? <laughs> May mga ganun. <laughs> ganun nakakatawa. Oh my goodness. What did you do, Jake? Me? The undercover? Uh, undercover, ano? Uh, what was this? Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain. Oh. So, so like you picked up trash so the, and stuff? I lived in front of the trash heap. But my uh-huh. family, my family, they would do odd jobs, eh? like the father, the tatay, would push the carts. He wouldn't go to the trash, but he would push the carts. He would help sell or sort the nine, and he would help in the church making rags. So basically, uh, where where they went, and time really slowed down. Parang there's a lot of just come by and sit down. Uh-huh. And if you Did pass you know all of that, go, go ahead, Sam. Did you know this about your friend, San Pam? Not to this detail. Not to this detail. <laughs> Cool. I it's, love this. It's really cool. And, and so, wow. Jake, so when you pass it, meaning kinaya mo yan, I guess it's about finding God in all of these different circumstances, diba? Maybe mm-hmm. that's the that's the challenge there. Then, okay, sige. Pwede ka na. Ready ka na. Ganun yun. Is that, is that how it goes? No? May um, mga umaayaw ba? At, at a certain point, oh, they say, oh, really? I can imagine. Oo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Merong iba lumalaban. Parang, no, no. I'm going to, by the power of my will, I will, I will keep on going. But they always get sick. They're always in the infirmary. And they go, yeah, anyway. So, 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 so you, you apply. went through that entire process. Oh, and yeah. then you apply. You apply. Like after that, after the novitiate, so testing period, you apply. And you say, okay, I want to become a Jesuit. I will take my vows of poverty, chastity, obedience. And the superiors naman will look at all your records and all the testing and all the assessments and say, yes ba or no, conditional, in or out. And then... Yeah. Kung, kung Jake, uh, 0% is uh, thinking about it ka and 100% is pari ka na, sa ka umabot dun sa spectrum na yun? Oh, of the, the Jesuits have the longest formation period. And why is this episode about the Jesuits? It, because it is fascinating. It's oh, fascinating. Fascinating, yeah. 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 <laughs> True. So the 14 years of formation, I went through... 14? Uh, three, yeah. I went to three. Okay. That so, was only three and there's yeah. 14. Oh my no, but God. When are you Father Jake? At what year? Not 14, di ba? 14, 14th year ka pa Father oh, Jake? Talaga? Wow. So, pala yun, two years novitiate in Novaliches. So that's, you live like a monk. Uh-huh. Uh, you live like a monk. Intense prayer. That's where the experiments happen. And then you take your vows. You go back to Ateneo. You take uh, junior eight, which is... Church history, uh, languages, English, Filipino, writing and speaking. Then two years philosophy, four years theology, nine lang pala. Ah, there's two years of regency, that's uh, 11. So you go out and teach muna. After the four years of theology, that's when you... Your father. Then your father. Wow. Wow. Fellow adults, we are Nika, Azel, and Carla. Question, do you find adulting a bit challenging? 
Wow, magarime. Well, if yes, we're here to tell you na. Kami rin! <laughs> oh my god. So that's why we came up with a podcast. It's an adult thing. So we can navigate adult life together. Now, we're building a tribe. We're learning from experts. We're learning from each other and from our own past mistakes and kagagahan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so guys, catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast because it's, it's an, an adult thing! thing. Question. Wow. Nung ikaw, Jake, naging... So, brother ka dyan, di ba? Pag... pag uh, brother. Jake uh, ako, and si Sam naman, uh, having found her faith, do you find that the people around you treat you differently? Or your friends from the old school, do they now treat you differently? Or do you treat them differently? I think in the beginning, they were kind of like, didn't know what to do, what to make of it. Because yeah. they could see that I was changing. And, and I completely understand that. And maybe that's, you know, some of that is on me too, because maybe yeah. I, sh- I could have like eased them into it or whatever. But I was just like, oh my gosh, this faith is beautiful. And, you know, I was, I was all about it. But now I think, you know, the, the, the ones that are your true friends, they'll kind of let you do your thing. So now we're just like, okay, so she found her faith. Well, good for her, you know? Mm. And I, I mean, like I said, I don't, re- I don't really force this stuff on other people. So mm. if I did, maybe it would have been a different story. But I don't. Uh, Did you, ano, you, you may choose to ano, not answer, I guess. No? Did you sort of say, I'm not going to hang out with this person anymore? No. In fact, if anything, I don't want to be that person who is like, oh, I am above talking to this person or hanging out with this person because we don't see eye to eye on XYZ or I don't agree with their lifestyle. Yeah. Um, it's one of the reasons why I'm so happy to be on Good Times with Mo the podcast. Sorry, Mo, but you know, I mean, we don't. Let's you know, stop beating around the bush here. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the the things that we talk about on that show it makes me very uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. I can't deny that this is the human experience. These are yeah. real people calling in with real problems. This is what people go through, and I want to be in, on the table to talk about it. I want to be part of the conversation. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Jake, nung brother ka na, yung mga barkada mo ba? Ooh, brother, there siya kayon. Ganyan. I had, I had friends that when they found out, you want to become a Jesuit? There's this guy, I grew up with him since kindergarten. And ano, he has this fantastic ability to insert swear words in every sentence. And he just loves it. <laughs> he just loves it. <laughs> when he found sample, out. Sample, 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 sample. <laughs> Basta puro PI. Anak ng PI naman, itong PI na teacher ko. PI na PI talaga siya. As in, he wanted to make a term paper, the many uses of PI. What are the oh, words? No. What are the, he wanted to make a term paper, first to college. Pero siya in love dun sa ano. He saw me. And then he goes, and then he goes, Jake, I had to center myself. I've never done that in my life. <laughs> that was one. Ako now, when people find out, ano, oh, you wanted to become a Jesuit priest? Some people say, ah, oh, kaya pala. Kaya pala? What does that mean? Kaya pala. You tell me. <laughs> okay, guys. So, Sam, we uh, thank you so much, Sam, for joining. And Jake, parang guest ho- guest current today because oh, you shared so much. Thank you so much, Jake, for sharing. That. I wanted to hear more about Sam's cuentos more than my own. Oh, both both of you are equally fascinating. Honestly, are we done? Are we done? Do I have to go now? Well, my my signal, eh, but we usually talk about before we go. We talk about things we're grateful for. Mm-hmm. So, oh. who, who wants to start? Ako, I'm grateful to be able to share that part of my life. It's a, it hasn't changed. I mean, if you trace a line uh, from 30 years ago to now, I'm doing the exact same thing that attracted me to become a Jesuit priest. To talk to the insides of people diba? and create change from the inside out. That's why I'm a storyteller. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be able to share that publicly and explicitly. I'm grateful for the atmosphere that allowed me to do that. Wow, I felt really safe doing it and and humbled at the same time that you were listening to a very small story in the story of humanity. I'm grateful for Jake sharing all of this detail. I've known him for a long time. Ngayon ko lang nalaman yung mga detalyeng to. I'm grateful for Sam 
because uh, I've known Sam for some time, but this side of her is so interesting to me. And I'm just happy that I get to see this side too. And uh, she's also, Jake, see, Sam has also been, how do I say it? Ano yung kanta? They will know we are uh, Christians, Christians by our love, love diba? Yeah. See, Sam exemplifies that. Na oh she doesn't God. really preach it, but she does her best to be kind to everybody that she talks to. And she talks to a lot of people. Some of them, maybe <laughs> it's hard to be kind to them, but she finds a way to be kind to them. And uh, that's the way I think she shows her faith. Kaya, thanks, Sam. Salamat. Oh my gosh. Thank you. It's all true. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe in <laughs> No, those are such kind words. My goodness. Thank you so much. I have so much to be grateful for. And I'm, you know, even this moment, like I'm so grateful for so much of it. But I think it all boils down to I'm grateful that I have God in my life. And to bring it back to the deadly sin that we're talking about today, which is pride, you know, I read that pride is the sin of just not acknowledging the sovereignty of God in, in your life. And it is the worst of the deadly sins because it leads to all the other sins. And I think during this pandemic, it's been said so much that it's threadbare, you know, we are not as in control as we think we are. And I think we I think the things that we put value on and draw value from and the the idols, so to speak, have been exposed yeah. during this time because so much of it has been taken away. What are you left with? You know, what yeah. is it that you are hanging on to? And I'm just so happy that I get to have a relationship with God. I get to, you know, cling to him and depend on him entirely. And it has given me so much peace at such a troubling time. And for that, I am eternally grateful and to have this podcast today to talk about that with you guys i'm thank you so much for having me thank you thank you thank you thank you so shall we close it out and continue talking but not recording (laughs) sure close it out jake please close it out yeah thank you for joining us today send us your comments or questions on our online channel at facebook we are coping and cuento podcast on instagram we are at coping cuento podcast i'm jake I'm Bam, and we'd like to thank Sam again. Salamat, Sam. And this has been Coping and Cuento, The Seven Deadly Sins, Season 2. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.